Welcome to Growth Island, your go-to podcast on how to be the best version of yourself. Now, let's join your host, Mess Freeze, as he interviews high performers and experts in nutrition, meditation, exercise, relationships, business, general health, and life's bigger mysteries. Hey there, and thanks for tuning in to Growth Island. This is Mass Face, and this is a special episode for you, because this is from Tech Barbecue, which is one of the leading tech and innovation summits in Scandinavia. So I had the pleasure of putting together a panel debate, so I found some amazing people. Actually, three former guests. Martin Kramer, one of the leading Danish biohackers. Martin Tobias, the CEO of Upgrade Labs, which is one of the coolest labs in the world with the most cool and newest biohacking gear. And no other than Oli, medical doctor, author of the Biohacker Handbook, the Biohacker Summit, and one of the leading figures as well in this biohacking space. So we're going to go into the subject of top up your performance with concrete biohacking techniques. So a big credit to Tech Barbecue for hosting the event and credit to Venia Media for recording this event. With that, let's jump into this episode. So thank you so much for showing up. We got some amazing people here today. We got Martin Kremer, who is representing the Danish biohacker community. He is the co-founder of the Danish biohacker community and biohacker lounge. He works at Ernst Young, traveling more than 100 days a year as a director there. So for everyone here in the corporate world really knows the busy workday and working on different time zones from India to the US to London, constantly traveling around and really been pushing this biohair community forward in Denmark. Then we got Oli. I won't try your last name this time. Sorry, Arvi. <laughs> exactly. Who's a medical doctor. He is also one of the early people in the biohacking scene. He is a co-founder of the Biohacker Summit. Let me see how many in here knows the Biohacker Summit. Now you know about it. Yeah, you definitely need to come there first and second of November in Helsinki, the biggest biohacking and health event in the Scandinavia. So definitely something to check out. And he's the co-author as well of the book, The Biohacker Hample. I think it has more than 1,500 references. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. So really a guy that goes into the details and not just looking into uh, stuff briefly. And then we got Martin Tobias as well, all the way from uh, LA, who is the co-founder and CEO now yep, CEO. of Upgraded Labs. So for anyone in technology, that's where you have the coolest gear in the world. Everything from, I think, hyperbaric oxygen chambers to cryotherapy. Yeah, cryotherapy, IV, technology-assisted meditation, ARX for resistance training, all sorts of technology. All the really fun stuff to look into. But he's also an entrepreneur. He took a public, co- public and he also sold another company. He raised more than $500 million dollars for his different companies. So all of the entrepreneurs in here looking at how to raise money. We definitely got a guy that knows how to do that. <laughs> he also invested in 80 companies as well. So uh, definitely a lot of experience with that. But today is about biohacking yep. and mental health. So uh, if we'll start with a short introduction from each of you about what is biohacking for you. And Oli, will you start? Yeah, it's nothing mystical really. And it's not a new invention. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's it's something that's been just framed into a, a certain term, which is called biohacking. 
many people are like, okay, you're like hackers. No, no, we are really not like hackers. We are just very interested in how our human body functions. And that's the reason we have been writing this biohackers handbook. So basically, that's, a, that's the missing manual of the human body. So we are not really born with the manual. So everybody needs to sleep. Everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to move. Everybody needs to rest and work. And they need to take control of their mind. They have thought patterns and so on. So basically, this is just a tool and this is a manual for how to operate your system more functionally and how to become the better version of yourself, how to be more thriving, more healthy with technological tools, but also biological, natural tools, supplements, upgraded <laughs> interventions technology-wise. Nothing is excluded. So, for example, for me, the best biohack is just to go into nature and breathe some fresh air, get in contact with the nature. But that's still not excluding that I can use tech. I can measure myself in various ways. I can use some technology to help me sleep better, exercise more, more like powerfully, and so on. So, basically, this is just bringing this stuff together so people can actually relate to it. Okay, I'm actually... Yeah, I need to sleep too. I might not be sleeping as well as I could. But how do you know if you don't measure? How do you objectively know how you're sleeping if you don't measure it ever? So the measurement, the quantification is also very important. So um, we can go on from here, but yeah. that's, that's the short introduction. And for myself, I'm a medical doctor, physician, graduated from the University of Helsinki 2006. So I've been doing a lot of things I've been burning myself out in a period of five years of going on and on in ERs, about different, 50 different places in Finland. So that has driven me to really take care of myself and especially stress and recovery. So now I function at the Biohacker Center, the CEO for the company and also the main producer of the content. Martin? Well, I'll, I'll second all of that and echo it for sure. I think many may have heard the more popular way of describing biohacking as it's the art and science of really optimizing your life, right? And I often add to that that it's about finding the balance between what's emerging science that you can apply, because we're all individual, and to a large degree, our healthcare system is quite, you know, homogenous, right? So the advice we get may not apply to you, which was the case in, in my situation. For me, as, as with Ollie, it's, it's also reconnecting back with nature, right? So... Finding that balance in life, it's hard, but it's really where you, you have the most value for money, right? And I'm sure we'll get into some of the biohacks here, but I think it is important to stress and looking at some of the, the questions here on the board that, you know, biohacking is not just all about optimizing to the nth degree. It's also about just finding, as I said, finding out what works for you and don't get stressed about wanting to optimize all the time, but really, you know, taking it a step back and, and really enjoying life as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So biohacking, you know, we just had an event that these people were at in London where we had 1,200 people at the Health Optimization Summit. It was kind of a follow-on for we run the biohacking summit in the United States. It's been going as part of Bulletproof for six years. And, you know, biohacking can be a complicated procedure, but it is really just about taking control of your own biology and making different decisions. I mean, things like clothes are a biohack. Glasses. Yep are a biohack. I mean, you're doing, making a decision to wear clothes or wear glasses to improve your ability to interact with the world. 
what this biohacking community is, is kind of educating people that there are many more biohacks that are available to make your life better. My presentation on the stage in London was about, I'm 55, how I reversed my biological age by 20 years in the last two years. So many of my personal biological biomarkers are operating like a 30-year-old. This is something that 10 years ago was not possible. First of all, you couldn't measure them. Second of all, you couldn't choose to live your life differently or use technologies to make yourself quantifiably younger. But today you can, and this is kind of how the biohacking field is evolving, is to help educate people on options to live their life differently and maybe at a higher quality level. Kind of the founder of biohacking is this guy, Dave Asprey. If you look up the word biohacking in the dictionary, he's credited to creating it. And his goal is to live to 180. He has a new book coming out in October called Superhuman. I don't personally have a goal to live to 180, but I just want to live the highest quality life that I can for as long as I can. And for me, that is getting my biological markers into the time when you're about 30 and keeping them there for as long as possible. Because the all-cause disease, you know, mortality profile of a 30-year-old is basically no risk of any disease. And if you can keep that for as long as you can, you're going to live a much more healthy and vital life. And that's how I apply biohacking. Thank you so much. I think that was really important to stress as well, like living to 180. That's what a lot of people hear about biohacking and uh, butter in coffee. That's really been taken to the States. But it's very much about living a good life, as you were saying, Martin. Yeah, exactly. So demystifying biohacking. So that's, uh, I'm from Finland. We have a very strong connection to nature, so our approach is more natural. And that's what we are trying to bring into the biohacking world. I, I follow Dave Asprey from the day, day one. I actually still have my like bulletproof <laughs> term. This is like seven years old or something. But that's just a reminder of the origins. But it needs to develop. It needs to develop like further and further and become more apparent on everyday life. So there's this question about like the biggest clashes with the medical world. So the biggest class is that we don't have a preventive healthcare system. And this is a system for preventive healthcare. Biohacking is really a part of it. And it's actually becoming part of this social and health administration program. So biohacking is already there in Finland. So we are creating a preventive healthcare system so that people don't need that sick care system so much. Yeah, I definitely want to build on that because it's very similar here in Denmark and we're kind of trailing right behind Finland, I would say. So you guys are probably sitting out there thinking, well, what can you do? What are biohacks that you can apply right now? Because as you all know, you're in the startup world, some of you, right? There, you burn your candle in both ends and I did that for many, many years. So what can you do? And I'll say my top biohack, if you like, was really to use technology to learn how to interpret my own body signals and understand what stress actually is all about, you know. Because, you know, as you see, Ollie is wearing two watches now. One of them is a stress monitoring clock, right? I used another device when I was tracking myself, and I really taught myself how to breathe properly such that I could deal with the stress. And it helped tremendously. And, you know, I'm not going to dive into my story, but it was a dire burnout seven years ago. So I think we all have that little bit of, like, you have to crash before you start building yourself up. But it doesn't have to be like that. Imagine if we had a proactive healthcare system where actually you would be, you know, kind of... Uh, you know, calling the fire brigade when you saw the smoke coming out of the oven rather than when the house is half, you know, burned down, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I think everyone is sitting and waiting on what are the top biohacks? What do you guys do and what would you recommend for mental health? 
For mental health, one of the things that we do at Upgrade Labs is that we have a lot of technologies that train the brain. And many people in the past thought that health was only about physical fitness, how you look in the mirror, your BMI, but it turns out that your brain is much more, I mean, some, your brain consumes something like 32% of your calories during the day. And so training the brain is, is, is very important. For me, the most beneficial biohacks in that area have been meditation. And if you take that another notch, neurofeedback. And what neurofeedback can do is use technology, put electrodes on your head, you look really funny. But it trains your brain using technology to get it the benefits of meditation, but in less time. One of the first major biohack programs I did was go to Dave Asprey's uh, 40 Years of Zen. The idea of 40 Years of Zen is to do in one week 40 hours of neurofeedback and to give your brain the training of 40 years of meditation in one week. And this is what I wanted because you read the studies on meditation and sometimes it can take five or seven years to meditation to actually change how your brain is working and give yourself a more of a connection between your prefrontal cortex and your limbic system and that calm and equanimity benefits of meditation. So I said to myself, hey, if I can get this in one week, that's a real hack. And so for me, for mental fitness, the neurofeedback has been amazing. And just a side note, one of the things that it does, I call it the D-donut machine. Because basically, before I did neurofeedback, I would walk through Whole Foods and walk past the donut aisle, and my animal brain says, sugar, sugar, <laughs> eat the donut, you know? So I have to expend a lot of mental energy and willpower to resist the donut. After 40 years of Zen, I walk through the aisle, my brain doesn't say, I want the donut. I just walk by and it doesn't, the animal brain doesn't want the donut. So I, now I don't have to expend that mental capacity to resist the donut. That's been an amazing change in my life. I need to try that. Yeah. That sounds like a, a killer application. <laughs> That's perfect, yeah. So basically, what Martin just described here is accelerated neuroplasticity. So you can actually reprogram your mind. You can reprogram your habits but it can take time. But there are tools and, and like 40 years of Zen and, and certain like uh, supplements and medicinal mushrooms and different kind of things. For example, lion's mane mushroom. And Paul Stamets is a, is a guy who has been researching this a lot. So he's actually been developing these patents for different kind of uh, combinations so that you can actually program your mind anew. But you need to have the right stimulus when you have the right ingredients. So. For example, mindfulness meditation like every day. I, I, I do it like every moment, just trying to be so mindful as I can. And when you practice it all the time, you become really good at it. And you actually notice that nothing is really disturbing you. And when you have some thought patterns, they just come and go and emotions, you can just observe them. So becoming an observer of this vehicle is, is really critical. So in mind-wise, that is an excellent tool and, and a trick, trick kind of trick to have. Of course, you have uh, like loads of supplements. The supplement industry is just booming and it's, it's actually almost catching up with the pharmacological industry and, and medicine and so on. There are some things that do really work and we have covered them, for example, in the handbook. We are not really taking the pharmaceutical approach, but more of the natural approach. For example, the pharmaceutical approach, many are very harsh. And they might be like really stimulating and giving you the edge for a few weeks and then you burn off. 
So the key is how you can actually protect your neurons and protect your cells, make them grow like easier and just reduce overall inflammation and like oxidative stress and so on. So um, from there on, I could go into one of the key elements in when it comes to diet, nutrition, is, is to not lower your low-level inflammation. Do you know what, what's a low-level inflammation? No. Okay, basically it's a, an inflammation that you don't necessarily notice. Usually people don't notice. There is some degree of inflammation in the cells and in the body going on all the time. But the higher it gets, the more risk you have for all kinds of degenerative diseases and just not functioning as a unity and as a whole, whole human system that well. So lowering inflammation. So I, I give you an example. For example, turmeric or curcumin, ginger, cinnamon, and all, all these very strong herbs that have strong colors, bilberries, and very like dark colored berries, they are very highly anti-inflammatory. They also have and some... And they're and delicious, delicious, yeah. <laughs> so all, all these kind of things, when you start implementing like one at a time, okay, you're adding something. You're not really... You don't necessarily need to remove stuff or just like completely change your behavior and things, but just add in some good stuff and then the bad stuff, just for example, the donuts, they just drop off. Yeah. When you've noticed, I don't feel that. I want to build on that, yeah. Oli, because I think, again, you may sit there and think, oh, you guys are a bunch of tree huggers, right? It's not really the case. I often describe biohacking as it's alternative medicine 4.0 because now we can actually quantify all the things that we're saying here, right? So the fact that curcumin and ginger and turmeric and all of that, it actually may be more potent than your average painkiller, right? If you take it in the right doses and all of that. And if you deliver it in the right way to the, to the system. So I totally dig that, Oli. I'll, I'll add to that, kind of bridging the two of you here, that, again, what can anybody do right now, mm. right? Well, the obvious answer is getting out into nature and really just reconnect with yourself. And you look at me thinking, what's that guy talking about? He, you know, he's a corporate guy. Can you really talk about connecting with nature? Yes. It is profound what you can actually do. And again, it's quantifiable. You can absolutely see how the stress signals in your body is decreasing when you connect with nature. So it's not just about going on and on and on and on and on and pushing yourself to go to the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning every day. I mean, that's not an optimal lifestyle. That's not health. You probably have seen these like YouTube videos at, at waking up 4.30 a.m. like save my life or 5 a.m. But if you're sleeping like four hours or five hours, it won't save your life. It will actually ruin your life. But there are these ideas that, okay, I have to get up like 4.30 and I'm going to be a superhuman. I would myself like rather sleep in and, and feel really refreshed, really like uh, having good amount of deep sleep and just, you know, recovering well than like force myself get up at So as you can hear, this is not only about technology. And some of you guys might be thinking like, is this just about nature? We already heard about meditation, going out barefoot, eating clean food and so on. What was this entire biohacking? But this is really important to understand that biohacking is not just getting chips into your hand. It's very much looking into the science of some of these things that's been alternative that we actually now know works. So if you kind of put that foundation, I think that's really important for all of us sitting up here because too many people take biohacking as, as these too many weird things where simple things is eating clean and as we've talked about. But what are some of the things for people that really want to look more into technology or where we can really use this technology to, uh, to biohack? 
you were uh, spraying yourself before Martin to be. Oh well, th this was the question. Uh, what do you? What is your view on microdosing? I'm a big fan of ni microdosing nicotine. You should never smoke, but nicotine is actually very good for you. But on the technology side, for me, the most important technology that I implemented was the Aura Ring, which is for tracking sleep. And what it did is give me some real-time data, but also connected with actual actionable things. Ollie was talking about sleep and how only four hours of sleep is not good. Well, actually, what you need is enough REM and deep sleep to restore the body. And for everyone, this is a different amount. But for example, Dave Asprey, he sleeps about six hours a night, but he gets two hours of deep sleep and two hours of REM. So in six hours, if you have like two-thirds restorative sleep, this may be enough for you. And when you get a device like the Aura Ring, you can start tracking it. One of the things we do at Upgrade Labs is we've connected the Aura Ring to the application in our facility. So two weeks ago, I was scheduled to come in and do heavy weight training on the ARX machine. And the night before I had had like two margaritas and I didn't sleep so well, I had a lot of light sleep, I come in and the application in the facility, the trainer pulls it up, he sees my recovery score, he says, no strength training for you today, go do cryotherapy and have an IV. So our system is able to respond because of the data to the state of the body. So instead of just going to the gym and doing a heavy weight training because this is what you're scheduled to do today, the system is now able to respond and give you the training that your body needs today based on the data. And for me, this technology has been a total game changer because it turns out when you personalize what you're doing based on the data and the state of the body at the time, you get much better results. And so for me, uh, the Aura Ring or having some kind of tracker that's telling you the state of your body at any one time has been a major technology upgrade. The Aura Ring has kind of become one of the symbols on the biohackers. You see this... Uh, <laughs> I'll have it. <laughs> yep. the, uh, the precious ring. That's a way, so it's more a, a ring than it's a chip in your hand if you see a biohacker. So what are some of the technologies that you have looked into that have helped you? Lots. Yeah, I can actually grab on the Aura Ring stuff because Aura Ring is from Finland. It's a high-tech Finnish innovation that's been seen in Prince Harry's and uh, you know there are like a lot of famous investors and I've been using this like two and a half years almost from the beginning not not quite but uh, it has changed the way I I see and, and think about my daily routines and schedule I used to do like CrossFit six years in a row like I never missed a workout like that was that was like my, I was proud of that even I felt like shit I didn't sleep well at all, and it was just, okay, Monday, Thursday, Friday, do, 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 do. I had the schedule, and it wasn't flexible. So becoming flexible, and what, what do you actually need? For example, the ring gives you scores based on your history of like two weeks, and based on your sleep the previous night, and a lot of different markers, and it's actually very intuitive, and, and there's kind of an artificial intelligence component into it. But what I've noticed, it doesn't measure my recovery during the day that well. So that's why I'm uh, Garmin's Vivo Move HR. So this is like uh, measuring my heart rate variability 24-7. So heart rate variability is the variation between heartbeats. And the more like sinus-like curve is, the more like um, 
parasympathetic mode and de-stressed you are. So I can, I can actually see if I'm recovering during the day and compare it this, this to how I feel and then like program the day and I see if I have like recovery moments throughout, throughout the day. So that's very important. And these in, in combination is, is really what you, you really try for and if you want to really understand especially the stress and recovery side. Yeah. Because everybody can like really put on them like a huge stress. That's, that's no brainer. But to recover, that's a skill. Yeah, and I'll, I'll build on that, Oli, because one of the greatest pieces of kit I've used is actually a tiny little thing, not as tiny as the ring. It's called the HeartMath Inner Balance Sensor. Mm-hmm. And it's a little ear clip that basically you know, connects via Bluetooth to your phone, and it, it builds on that heart rate variability you know, with, a, with a measure called heart rate co- coherence. coherence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it is a real-time signaling system of whether you're stressed or not. Are you kind of calm and relaxed, right? So I decided to use that for an entire week. I simply just had it on. I was, I'm working from home quite a bit when I'm not traveling, so it was easy for me to be in meetings. And I started to notice how stressed I got in meetings and how my body physically reacted to certain people and you know, it's, the things around me. When I was driving in traffic, I was like, oh, that idiot you know, pulled in front of me. Oh, you immediately get stressed. So if you take the amount of those little stress moments in your life and you decide to take control of them, immediately you put money back in the bank. Immediately you have more energy left for the things that really matter, such as being with your family and you know, doing a good job at work, right? So Inner Balance was really um, it's a nice little gadget. It's $100 or something. Really affordable way to get into learning your body. Yeah, that's, that's a biohacking device. It's a neurofeedback device. So there, there are a lot, Very good. a lot of these kind of biofeedback devices where you get the immediate feedback as per se your physiological responses to different things. So this is, this is really interesting, in, in, in my opinion, to have like actual data on the moment. And that's where there's a question about like some physical uh, laboratory tests. So we are going into moment-to-moment analysis eventually. So we're going to be having... My vision is, is that I have some kind of wearable or, or something like that. And I have, in the morning, I have like uh, certain laboratory values and the stats and, and the situation of my body at this moment. So I can actually know, okay, I would... Today would be a good idea like to eat this and move like this. So it's, it's, it's becoming very interesting yeah. in the future. So we got five minutes left. I want to make sure that we get as much out of this as possible. So summing up, as you said, low-hanging fruits is actually getting your sleep. It's figuring out what food is best for you. And there's different tests for figuring that out. There's not a one-size-fits-all, but we know that sugar is not the best refined sugar. There's something about getting out in nature, learning to meditate, and really taking control of your body, and you can use an aura ring or different devices to figure out when are you being stressed or not. What would be some really fast things that you could recommend that people look into otherwise? So I had a slide on my presentation in London about the top five biohacks that reversed my age, and those are, number one, NAD supplementation. You can do IVs, you can do oral, you can do uh, NAD precursors like true niagen, but basically NAD is a coenzyme for all cellular function. Most people are deficient. I would recommend everybody do something to improve their NAD levels. The second thing is do something to improve your sleep, which includes firstly tracking your sleep and then doing things like Ollie suggests, dark shades in the room, cooler bed, things like this. You can read about it in the book. And then third would be doing something for the regenerative nature of your immune system. Personally, I've done like 10 different stem cell treatments. Stem cells are expensive. But it's a really amazing investment because it regenerates the degeneration that happens over the time. So if you can afford stem cells, I would do something 
about stem cells. And the last thing is you have to do something to manage inflammation. The four big killers of people in the world today are cardiac disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and cancer. All of those have a foundation in excess inflammation. So whether it's taking out nightshades, taking curcumin, doing cryotherapy, things like this, you really need to be aggressive about reducing inflammation in your body. I'll follow up and say just breathe. Just learn how to breathe properly. Take a yoga class, go to Wim Hof or whatever. <laughs> or listen to Oli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breathing, breathing is life. It's life. You're, you're literally breathing in life and breathing out like the excretions and, and uh, metabolic waste and so on. So, but to your excel, excellent list, NAD, is, it's, it's really important. I don't think you can have stem cell therapy in Denmark, at least not in any Nordic country. So we are, they are so more regulated. So, um, but what you can do and what is probably one of the most effective ways of really training your nervous system is heat and cold alteration. Going to sauna, going to cold shower or cold lake or cold sea and alternate. That's really strengthening your immune system, your autonomic nervous system and really making you more resilient. For example, I'm sleeping in a hotel with about 12 square meter room, so that, that was the tiniest room ever. <laughs> so, but every morning, I usually go to sauna, but you don't have a sauna in the hotel, but I take a hot shower for about a few minutes and then cold shower for about two to five minutes, just to really wake me up and develop this kind of resilience that you can actually, even no matter how tired you might feel, take the cold shower, you're not tired anymore. Yeah, we are running out of time, so just to round off, if you want to learn more about sleep, Oli is actually talking for an hour or two later today, where you can really go deep into just the sleep aspect. Because as you probably sensed here, there's a lot of aspects you can go into, and going deep into the science takes a bit of time. Something we talked about that's really important as well is not to get stressed over having all of these biomarkers. Because for a lot of people, and it happens for a lot of biohackers, it actually ends up being a negative effect when they're stressing so much about measuring everything. So make sure that you look at it as empowerment, and if it stresses you too much to measure your sleep or something else, take a break. It's really important that you get the mental part with you as well, otherwise it can, it can have a negative effect. So, you got these guys' names, make sure to follow them. They are sharing a bunch of good information so you can learn more about biohacking and go into that. So, big thanks for the panel, if we give them a big hand. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And thanks to Tech Barbecue for inviting us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Island. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes on how to be the best version of yourself. And if you found this show helpful, then please leave us a review so more people will learn about the podcast or share with a friend who can benefit from it too. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.